Good morning, you guys. God bless you guys. Uh, happy Thursday. Hope everybody's doing well this Thursday. And um, I'm excited to speak about uh, finances again this morning. What is happening here? It's a little bit crooked for some reason. Um, so anyways, hey, listen, you guys, I'm going to wait a second. Just let some people jump on. And as you are jumping on, please be sure and share the broadcast. I'm going to go ahead and do that as well uh, right now. And, um, you know, I encourage you to share the broadcast and allow others to, to learn about some of these things that we've been learning about in finances. Amen. Because how many of you guys know that it's really important that we as a body learn some of these principles? Because I can tell you this, a lot of these things that we're teaching, um, I never learned. And, uh, you know, nobody, I never really heard them taught from the pulpit, you guys. And so because of that, I did not have an understanding of finances and finances that were to be done the Lord's way. Amen. And because of that, I struggled. So... Um, I really want to encourage you guys. Hi, Heather. I think I see a couple other people on. God bless you guys. Um, again, if you're jumping on, we are doing a series. We started a series this week on finances in the kingdom. Amen. Uh, kingdom finances. And we're discussing how the Lord does finances. We're discussing different things like the tithe. Today we're doing the offering. Amen. Hi, my sister. I'm glad you caught me too. Amen. Love you guys. Blessings. And so, um, and so I felt a need to really talk about the finances and I've been studying this out because I needed to know for myself. I wanted to learn, God, what do you say about finances? Candace, we've been praying for him, sis. We've been in, we've been keeping in touch with um, with Pastor Pam. So yes, we we continue to pray over Uncle Lance, and we thank you, Lord, for complete healing over him in Jesus' name. And we're believing that God even now is touching him. Amen. Even now, we know that the Lord hears our prayers, so we believe that 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 the Lord is working miracles. Amen. So good morning, David. Aloha, Kakahiaka. Amen. Love you guys. So listen, this is why we're doing this is because I was, like I said, studying for myself and I really wanted to learn um, about, Lord, what do you say about finances? Hi, Melissa. Love you. What do you say about finances, Lord? How am I supposed to be doing the finances? And, um, and what, what, what is the tithe? What is the offering? How, I didn't know you guys for a long time. So yesterday, if you weren't on the broadcast, we actually talked about the tithe and what the tithe is, who the tithe goes to, who it belongs to. The tithe belongs to the Lord. Amen. It's not ours. It's the Lord's. We don't touch the tithe. So if you missed yesterday's video, I encourage you to go back and watch that video. Amen. Because it was, it's, it's a very informative video. So be sure that you go and watch that. <clears throat> and today, we are going to talk about the offering today. Amen. So let's talk about offering. Grab a pen, grab a paper, grab your Bible, grab a cup of coffee, and let's get into it. So I'm just going to start with some prayer. 
Father, I thank you, Lord. I praise you and I glorify you. I thank you for who you are, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that, Father, you are bringing, Lord, revelation to, to us as we are learning about your finances, Father. I thank you, Lord, as we are learning how to do things your way, Father. I thank you that you are increasing us, that you're bringing prosperity in every area, Father, and that there's an open heavens, Lord, over us as we do things your way, Father. According to your word in Isaiah 119, if we are willing and obedient, we will eat the good of the land father we are willing we are we want to be obedient and do finances according to your word so we thank you father we thank you for that and we praise you and we glorify you in jesus name aloha chaplain mike all of our money is really that's right it is all of our money chap is the lord's amen he just lets us use it that is correct we are stewards of the finances amen so um let's to start off, you guys, I just want to tell you, first of all, uh, just a really quick recap, and then we're going to get into a couple of verses that we actually um, skimmed over yesterday, but because they're important and they actually include the offering. But again, I want to stress and reiterate that giving, um, tithing, and offerings are all spiritual transactions. So it's not that God needs your money. It's not that he needs to borrow from you because he doesn't. Because we know according to the word in Haggai that all the gold is his, all the silver is his. Amen. It all belongs to him. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 18, he says that it's him. It's God who gives us the ability to create wealth. It's not by our own hand. It's not by our own strength. It's not by our own ability. It's through him. Amen. But all of these things, when we're tithing, when we're giving, when we're doing our offerings, all of these are spiritual transactions. And if you missed some of the earlier broadcasts, again, go back and watch them. But really what the Lord is doing is he's keeping our heart connected to him through the finances. Amen. That we're not, you know, chasing after the finances and depending on our our ability and our bank accounts to provide for us because the Lord is the provider of us. Amen. He's the one that cares for us and provides for us. So uh, tithes and offerings are two different things, you guys. They're not the same thing, okay? You know, a lot of people want to conglomerate all their giving under tithes. You know, people, you hear people say, oh yeah, I gave, I, I gave tithes to this ministry or I gave tithe, all my tithes or I tithe 20%. There's no such thing as a 20% tithe because the tithe literally means 10%. The tithe is 10% of your finances uh, of what comes in. Amen. It's the 10% is what you're to give. So tithe is 10%, right, Sage? Right. So he said, he was in the kitchen and I said, he goes, I don't want to distract you. Uh, So I'm staying over here. I said, please, please don't stay over there. I like when you, but he is actually distracting you right now. (laughs) I still love you. It's okay. (laughs) So... (laughs) I do like it because he's my live audience. He occasionally claps. <laughs> so listen, you guys. Dance, monkey. The- <laughs> dance, monkey. Quit monkey it. Dance. Quit it. Okay, so the, t- the tithes and the offerings are different. You cannot conglomerate everything into tithe. Amen? Because not everything is tithe. Tithe is the 10% of of what comes in, the 10% of your checks, the 10% that belongs to the Lord. It does not belong to us. It belongs to the Lord. Amen. So that's the first thing. And an offering, you guys. So what is an offering? Let's talk about that. An offering is literally 
uh, uh, what you give above the tithe, uh, the tithe. Okay, so offering is what you give above tithe to honor God. All right, so I'm going to say that again. An offering is what you give above tithe to honor God. So, but here's the thing, you guys, you got to consider various factors when you decide how much you're going to give, okay? Because the whole uh, uh, book of Malachi was really spent rebuking the people for not giving. And, uh, you know, that in uh, Malachi chapter 3, verse 8, there's a differentiation between the tithe and the offering. It would not say you know, you have robbed me of tithe and offering if they were not two different things. So the tithe, again, is not all you're giving. It's the 10% that belongs to the Lord and the offering is what you give above the tithe, okay? So you get to decide the offering, but I wanna tell you that there's a caveat with your offering. Now I'm gonna give you a little caveat. 2 Corinthians 9 chapter, or excuse me, chapter nine, verse six, let's go there. I'm still trying to wake up here. Second Corinthians chapter nine. Let's go there. If you got your Bibles this morning, uh, verse six, amen. All right. So listen, this is what it says. It says, but I, this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart not grudgingly or of necessity for God loves a cheerful giver and God is able to make all everybody say all all grace abound okay sage didn't say all but that's okay <laughs> all grace abound towards you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have the abundance for every good work so listen the the caveat is you can you determine the giving you determine your offering but how much you give is how much you're going to get back. If you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. If you sow uh, generously, you're going to reap generously. Amen? Amen. Amen. Th thank you. He's awake back there. Good job, Sage. Th <laughs> thank you. So listen, Malachi 3.8. Again, there's a different differentiation in the offering. And the offerings are required like the tithe. Okay, so the offerings are a requirement just like the tithe because otherwise, let's go back. I'm going to go back to Malachi. You don't have to go with me, but I'm going to go back to Malachi 3. Amen. Starting in verse 8. Again, it says, God says, you have robbed me, but you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. So listen, the offerings are a requirement also because he says you robbed me in the tithes and the offerings. So we are required to, to give tithes, see, or excuse me, to give offerings. So tithe, listen, tithe is, is, is like, you know, don't get too excited when you're paying the tithe. That's like when you pay taxes. Nobody celebrates when they pay taxes and be like, hey, look at me, I paid my taxes. No, it's it doesn't even belong to you. But the offering, you determine the offering, amen. And that is something you're to give as well. Amen. Can I get an amen out there? Amen. Crickets, Sage? Amen. <laughs> okay, amen. all right. So I'm, I'm like looking at my husband back here. He's like, I, I bring him in to, to be my, my little clap machine, but he's, he's kind of quiet. He's kind of quiet this morning. Get a drink of coffee here. Amen. So listen, again, if you're just tuning in, the offering is what you give above the tithe to honor God. Amen.
And there are acceptable offerings. I want to read this. And I'm going to be reading a couple of things out of a, a book called Financial Overflow. Amen. And it's um, by Jonathan Shuttlesworth. It's actually a great, great book on finances. I've been reading several books on finances. And if you're interested in, uh, if you like to read and you're interested in knowing what some of these books are, I'll be more than happy to share them to you. So Again, the whole book of Malachi was spent rebuking people for not giving. Giving clearly matters to God. We know that. Amen. We know that giving matters to God. You're to give out of love. You don't give because a ministry is doing a telethon and there's seven minutes left and they said, oh, we'll do a matching gift. You don't give reluctantly. You don't give begrudgingly. But you... You, and you don't give in response to pressure, okay? Because according to what I just read in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 and 8, you give out of joy. You give out of love, amen? You give because, the, because you love the Lord. You give out of love relationship, right? So... Again, I'm going to read this. This is there, there's acceptable offerings and there's offerings that are not acceptable. So on the header of this video, I put what qualifies as an acceptable offering. So let's talk about that. So point one, I'm going to do three points. Okay. So point one of what qualifies as an acceptable offering before God is a heart of love. You got to have a heart of love. See, David had a heart of love for the Lord. Amen. Let's go to first Chronicles chapter 29. And this is such a good, this is such a powerful, um, a powerful chapter uh, and just on offering and the reflection of David's love for the Lord. Amen. So in first Chronicles chapter 29, it's all about building, uh, the temple of the Lord and, I'm going to start in verse one. It says, furthermore, King David said to all the assembly, my son Solomon alone, God has chosen is young and inexperienced. And the work is great because the temple is not for man, but for the Lord. Now for the house of my God, I have prepared with all my might. See, when you come before the Lord, you prepare an offering before him. Amen. You have to prepare an offering before the Lord. You don't ever come before the Lord without an offering or without a preparing an offering. Amen. So he prepared something for the Lord in the building of the temple, in the building of the house of the Lord with all of his might. Amen. That's what it says here. Now for the house of God, I have prepared with all my might gold for things to be made of gold, silver for things to be made of silver, bronze for, bronze for things to be made of bronze, iron for things of iron, wood for things of wood, onyx stones, stones to be set, glistening stones of various colors, and all kinds of precious stones and marble slabs in abundance. And then he says, moreover, everybody say moreover, amen. <clears throat> Honestly, I'm sure of it all, but because I knew it wasn't. That's right, Heather. And that's why we do this. Amen. She said, I, I was really unsure. Uh, you know, that's why we, 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 you know, that's why I'm doing these because a lot of people are unsure. You know, a lot of people were even asking me yesterday if they could split up their tithes between different ministries. And we, we covered that. We explained that. Amen. So you can go back and watch the video if you're unsure too. So verse three. Moreover, because I have set my affection on the house of my God, I have given to the house of my God 
over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house, my own special treasure of gold and silver, 3,000 talents of gold and a gold of Ophir and 7,000 talents of refined silver to overlay the wall of the houses. See, David gave over and above what he had prepared and he had already prepared much. Why? Because he loved the Lord. Because of his love for the Lord. Amen. He prepared over and above what was already there that he had set aside to build the house of the Lord. And see, when you come before the Lord, when you give an offering to the Lord, amen, you give out of love. That was a reflection of David's love for God that he gave over and above, that he set aside over and above an offering to the Lord because of his love. So, you know, the first point is with an offering that's acceptable to the Lord is an offering that's given out of love, an offering that's given as a reflection of your heart to the Lord. Amen. That's an acceptable offering before the Lord. And I want to say, I want to go back to something right there that kind of caught my attention when David prepared with all of his might, amen, and offering. Hi, Georgiana. And I, I said, we're not to come before the Lord without an offering. So I, I want to go back to that. And we're not to come before the Lord without an offering. Deuteronomy 16, 16. Let's go there. We're doing some teaching this morning. Amen. That's what all of these videos have been. They have been teaching on what the word of God says concerning the finances. So Deuteronomy 16 verse 16. It says this three times a year, all your males shall appear before the Lord, your God in the place which he chooses at the feast of unleavened bread and at the feast of weeks and at the feast of tabernacles. And they shall not appear before the Lord empty-handed. Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of the Lord your God, which he has given you. Amen. So not everybody's giving is going to be the same. Amen. Everybody's going to be on different levels. Everybody's, you know, what, what, what uh, this person's giving over here, you know, maybe their best... For example, let's say let's say ten thousand dollars may be their their best that they can give, but maybe for you it's it's only ten. I don't know, or vice versa. Everybody's levels of giving are different, and that's why I said it's a it's a reflection of your love. It's a reflection of your heart and your love for the Lord is your giving. Amen. So you are the one who decides what your offering is going to be. Amen. That is exactly right, Chaplain Mike. That's exactly right. So, you know, it, it says right here in verse 17, every man shall give as he is able. Amen. According to the blessing of the Lord, which the Lord has given you, you give what you are able. Amen. But you're not to come before the Lord empty handed. In fact, I remember reading, um, a testimony of, of Kenneth Copeland when he was sitting in a meeting. And I can't remember exactly whose meeting he was sitting in. But I, uh, I remember hearing a, a story of him sitting and they were doing uh, the offering. And he told the Lord, he said, Lord, I don't have anything to give. I don't have any finances. And so what he did is he ended up taking the buttons off of his, his jacket, his blazer, and putting them in the offering bucket just so he had something to give before the Lord, just be, so he did not come empty handed before the Lord. He said, Lord, I don't have anything to give right now, but I'm going to get, I'm going to give you. And he took the buttons right off of his, his, his outfit and put him in, in the offering plate. 
as something to give because he didn't want to come before the Lord empty handed. Amen. He didn't want to leave without offering something to the Lord. So I thought that was a really cool story, even though it wasn't finances, it was his heart. Amen. His heart. He's, he, he so wanted to honor the Lord. He didn't want to come before him without anything that he took the buttons off of his clothes. And now we see Kenneth Copeland, he's he's a prosperous man because he loves the Lord. He understands what it means to come before the Lord and honor him in all that he does. This man has, is prosperous. He's given away planes to other ministries. I mean, he's he does well because the Lord blesses him because he's a giver and because he's he does all these principles that we've talked about, amen, and that we are talking about and covering in this series. So, we are not to come before the Lord empty-handed. Exodus 23:15 says the same thing. Don't be don't appear before me, the Lord, empty-handed. Amen. We got to come before him always with something. Amen. We got to come before the Lord with something always. Um so I want to touch now on the second point. What qualifies as an acceptable offering? Because we know according to the word, you guys, not every offering is an acceptable offering. There are offerings that are acceptable and there's offerings that are not acceptable. We know even like with Cain and Abel, you know, uh, 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 Cain's offering was not acceptable to the Lord. Why? Because his attitude of the heart was not a heart of love. It's It was like, well, I'll just give you whatever I have left over. It was kind of treating God as an afterthought. So God didn't accept his offering. And in fact, in Malachi chapter one, verse seven through 10, that whole thing is talking about how the people were bringing unacceptable offerings before the Lord and the Lord was upset about it. And I actually want to touch on that. I want to read that because I want you to see it through the word. If you want to go yourself, you're welcome to. But Malachi chapter one, verse seven through 10, it says, you have shown contempt by offering defiled sacrifices on my altar. Then you ask, how have we defiled the sacrifices? You defiled them by saying, the altar of the Lord deserves no respect. When you give blind animals as sacrifices, isn't that wrong? When you, uh, and isn't it wrong to offer animals that are crippled and diseased? Try giving gifts like that to your governor and see how pleased he is. <laughs> Say, says the Lord of heaven's armies, go ahead, beg God to be merciful to you. But when you bring that kind of offering, why should he show you any favor at all? Asked the Lord uh, of the Lord of heaven's armies. How I wish one of you would shut the temple doors so that these worthless sacrifices could not be offered. I'm not pleased with you, said the Lord of heaven armies, and I will not accept your offering. So we see right there through that, that there's offerings that are acceptable to the Lord and offerings that are unacceptable. Amen. So those offerings, the people were bringing into the temple were, were, were the offerings that were just like their leftovers. It's like, ah, whatever, we'll, we'll bring the diseased animals. We'll bring the crippled animals. And the Lord was saying, go ahead, try to give that to, to the earthly, you know, the earthly kings. Try, try giving that to your governors and see if they like that. You think they're going to take some diseased stuff? You think they're going to take the sloppy second kind of attitude? You know, you think they're going to take that? They're not going to be pleased with that. 
And yet the people were coming and bringing those kind of sacrifices and offerings before the Lord. And the Lord basically said, I wish somebody would shut the door so I don't have to see this trash that's being brought in. Well, I wish somebody would shut those temple doors. Amen. They were coming with their throwaways. They were coming with their throwaways is what Sage said. That's exactly what we're saying. So, so, you know, God, God, God doesn't accept every offering. He doesn't accept every offering. Amen. He accepts something that's attached to the heart, the best. He wants our best. Sage was saying they were, they were given the, the, the leftovers. Amen. The garbage basically is what it was. And, and so, and so that, and that's what Cain did. Would you like to come see it? So, you know, so that's what it is. The Lord was upset and he said, I wish somebody would shut the temple door so I didn't have to see this garbage coming in. Amen. So we know that there's acceptable offerings and unacceptable offerings to the Lord. What the people were doing in these verses were actually irritating him. Amen. Uh, uh, and it's the same thing with, you know, uh, um, putting just change in the offering bucket when you know that the Lord has blessed you with more. It's that same principle. Amen. Uh, you know, let's look at, before I get into the second point, let's look at, you know, the woman with the mites, you know, they were in the temple and, and Jesus was sitting in the temple, watch people, watching people bring their offerings. He's watching everybody give their offerings. And of course the women, or excuse me, the woman came and she dropped in her, her widow's mites. And when she was finished giving, basically paraphrasing, he said, you know, he told all his disciples, look, look. Look, all these people gave out of their abundance, but this woman, she gave the best because she gave out of her lack. She gave the best because she gave all she had. All these people, you see all these people, they gave out of their, their abundance. They didn't give that much. It didn't, they didn't feel it in their heart. They didn't feel that sacrifice. It wasn't, it wasn't something that was attached to their heart. They just threw in out of their abundance. But this woman right here, you see her, she gave out of her lack. She gave all she had and she actually is the one who gave the most amen see it's it's the heart amen it's giving from the heart that's why the bible says to be a cheerful giver don't give begrudgingly don't give out of pressure don't give out of compulsion with no thought you're just throwing something in there which is what i think a lot of these people were doing they were giving out a compulsion eh, i have enough this is just throw some money in there but this woman gave all she had it was connected to the heart amen and that's why jesus recognized it as an acceptable offering because it was all she had but she said god i love you i recognize your 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 uh hand on my life jesus i want to reverence you god i want to reverence you here you can have all i have amen so there's acceptable and unacceptable offerings. So the second point of what makes an acceptable offering is giving cheerfully, giving joyfully. Uh, one version of the Bible says giving hilariously, hilarious. God loves a hilarious giver. Amen. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verses 6 through 8. The Lord loves a cheerful or hilarious giver. Amen. When we give, we give joyfully. I know for Sage and I, you know, especially this last month, because we actually, we actually gave a lot. We put, a, we, we've, we sold a lot, a significant amount this last month uh, and this last year. 
And so, uh, you know, for us, when we sow, this is our attitude. God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the privilege of being able to, to serve you, God. We thank you for the seed that you put in our hand, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that we're able to give. And we give joyfully. We count it an honor that we're able to sow. We count it a privilege that we're able to give to other, uh, you know, men and women of God, to our home church, to, you know, to wherever the Lord prompts us to give. We thank God that he's given us the ability to give it. Amen. And we do it joyfully knowing that he has a harvest in mind, knowing that not only are we able to meet a need, not only are we able to bless the house of God, the men of God, the women of God, but that he has a harvest in mind for us as well. Amen. So when you give, you give joyfully because you know there's no lack in the house of the Lord, because you know that he's going to take care of you no matter what, because you know when you're releasing something, he's actually opening the heavens over you and he's fixing to pour out over you when you're releasing, when he asks you to give. Amen. So, so there's no lack in his house. And when you give, you give joyfully. Amen. Do you want to come sit and talk? Uh, you sure are talkative now. You want to come sit? Sometimes though, that when you release that big seed that he's putting on your heart to do, there's sometimes, you know, you're like, Ugh. yes, there's, there's a pull sometimes. So, so, so say, Sage, Sage said that sometimes when you're getting ready to release a seed, sometimes there's there's a pool sometimes you're basically you're fighting with the flesh because it's kind of hard to release that seed is <laughs> what it is you're fighting with your flesh and you're fighting with your mind so you know what that's why you just like i try to shut my mind off don't think about it just give it <laughs> Because <laughs> when the Lord asked me to give, I don't want to overanalyze it. I don't want to think about, well, you know, I only have this much in my bank account and I still got to pay this. And this is how much this is going to cost and gas cost. I don't do that. I don't do that. I just be obedient when he asked me to give and I give the amount that he asked me to give without even thinking about that. Because if you analyze those things, you're not going to give. If you think about it and start analyzing your bank account, or what you got to pay, the chances are you're gonna, you're not going to want to release that seed. So it's like you just don't even think about it. You just be obedient and do it. Psalms, or excuse me, Isaiah 119. You know, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. Amen. And not to say afterward, you don't battle with it a little bit too. <laughs> Sage says he battles with it sometimes after too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay because but listen, you know, you, but here's the thing when you battle with it, the, I, I mean, I've done that before too, but I, then you say, no, you start to speak the word. Nobody goes poor by giving you guys. You don't go poor by giving. That's not the word. Amen. That's not the Bible. Amen. The Lord says that you, again, just this, the scripture or the chapter that I gave you, second Corinthians chapter nine, verse six through eight, he who sows generously reaps generously you don't go poor by giving you don't go poor by withholding amen and of course like we said in the beginning of this series in ecclesiastes it actually says that there's one who withholds his riches to his own hurt and the bible calls it a severe evil so when you withhold your you're actually doing it to your own hurt why because the lord can't open the heavens over you when you're not releasing because when you're giving it actually opens the heavens over you for god to be able to pour the blessing out so when he's asking you to give it's not that he's asking you to give for his benefit it's for yours it's for your own good because he's trying to get an open heaven over you so he can pour the blessings out over you amen, amen. so the second uh the second 
qualification that makes your offering acceptable before the Lord is giving joyfully or cheerfully. Cheerfully. Um, if you missed the first one, the first one was giving and giving out of a heart of love. Amen. Giving out of a heart of love. The third one that I want to touch on is giving in reverence, giving a reverential offering, giving an in reverence, an offering that's reflective of your heart towards God. And again, that's going back to Malachi um, chapter one, verse seven, all those offerings that were unacceptable was because they weren't giving out of reverence. They, again, they were kind of giving their leftovers, right? They were giving, they were treating God as an afterthought. There was no reverence there. There wasn't a reverence toward the house of God. There wasn't a reverence toward the Lord. There wasn't a reverence in recognizing that he's the one who provides for them, that he's the one who, who, who protects them, that he's the one who, you know, who brings in the provision in their household. You know, there wasn't a reverence in recognizing who God is. And so they just brought in the diseased animals, the sick animals, basically, like I said, kind of like the sloppy seconds kind of attitude and treating God as an afterthought. And so God said, that's garbage. I don't accept this offering. That offering was making him angry. It was irritating him. He even said, I wish somebody would shut the temple doors basically. So I didn't have to see the junk they were bringing in. So they didn't have a heart of reverence toward those, towards the Lord and towards the things of God. So, uh, the third um, qualification or qualifier that makes your offering acceptable before the Lord is a giving out of a heart of reverence, giving a reverential offering. Amen. That, that honors the Lord. Amen. So that's the third qualification. We have to make sure that we are checking our heart and that we are giving, amen, and being obedient as the Lord prompts us. And a lot of people, when they have that attitude, look, they drop it, you know, a couple of quarters in the offering bucket and they know they, they can give more than that, or they know that's not their best offering. You know, they give their trash to God and they expect him to give them a treasure in return. And that's not how it works. You can't give God your trash and expect him to give you a treasure. Amen. You got to give an offering that, that, that moves the heart of the Lord. And listen, if it doesn't move you, it won't move God. The offering sh again should represent your heart. If it doesn't move you, it doesn't move God. You know, you can't give him, you know, just a couple of pennies that you found in your ashtray in your, or your, uh, you know, your cup holder in your car that's sticky and, and has a couple of pieces of lint to it and throw that in the offering bucket and think that's going to move the heart of the Lord when you know you can give better. Amen. The offering has to be reflective of the heart. And again, I do want to reiterate that, again, Deuteronomy 16, verse 17, every man shall give as he is able. You give as you are able and everybody's giving level, giving levels are different. Okay. So don't compare your giving to someone else's giving. Everybody's giving levels are different. Amen. Um, and giving is important. And let me share with you a testimony. I shared with you a testimony about, um, can I share the testimony about the land? He said, because I already shared it earlier. So let me share with you guys a testimony. I was going to share with you a testimony uh, of uh, at a uh, 
a, an AA Allen meeting, but I want to share with you guys a personal testimony on giving and the importance of giving and offering when the Lord prompts you to do it. So, you know, this last month, and I actually did a video on this and I shared it this last month, you know, through the offering, through the giving, the Lord actually released something to us. And that's why I said, you know, when you give, it's for your benefit. And the Lord is actually trying to pour out over you when you're giving. Amen. So this last month, uh, we were at a, a meeting in Tampa. Many of you guys saw that. And I felt prompted to sow in one, into one of the men of God over there. The Lord prompted us to do that. And it was a significant seed. I just read that. If it doesn't move you, it won't move God. Well, believe me, this seed at the moment moved moved, moved us, okay? Um, but I, I wanted to be obedient, and I gave it. And I'll tell you, the second I gave it, just as Sage was saying, he's like, sometimes you battle. I started battling. He started battling. I started thinking, oh man, I messed up. Oh man, did I hear right? Oh man. And I was like, all that afternoon I was battling even into the night meeting. But listen, let me tell you what happened. And I, 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 I know it had to do with being obedient and sowing this seed. That evening, a gentleman came up and approached us. And not only did he give us a check for the amount of seed that I had sown that morning to the man of God, but he also said that he had a, a property for us here on the big island that he wanted to give us. So we had been praying, you guys, for property. We were praying for many things. And Sage shares with you guys a lot the things that we're believing God for. And listen, I'm telling you, because of that seed, I firmly believe that the Lord was... Uh, opened a heaven over us and that's what released the property into our hands amen so you know the lord heard our prayers he knew we were believing for property so now we have some property and i attribute it to that seed that was sown out of obedience to the lord amen even though it's through the man of god like i was obedient to what the lord was telling us to do and we trusted god and because of that property came into our hands amen so listen, it's being obedient to what the Lord is asking you to do because again, the offering is determined by you. You determined how much you're going to give. You determine what you're going to do and what you're going to give to the Lord. Amen. So I attribute that seed to us receiving that blessing. Amen. So again, when you give, the Lord has something in mind for you. When you give, it's for your benefit because the Lord has something in store for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, the Lord is good. Hallelujah. I tell you what, in fact, I can, we can tell so many testimonies, you guys, on just, uh, you know, the offerings that we've given and, and seeing the Lord increase in our life and seeing the Lord bring in because of offerings that we've sown. I can tell you so many testimonies. You know, I shared the testimony of when I started um, when I started tithing and it's testimonies like that, uh, you know, when I started tithing, when, when somebody came and gave a, uh, $2,000 cash and I didn't even know who it was. They just put an envelope of cash in my mailbox. I mean, there's so many testimonies of that happening in our lives. And I attribute it though, you know, to, to sowing that particular one was the mercy of the Lord, but there's so many other testimonies and it comes through the offering. It comes through the giving, it comes through the sowing. Amen. And it comes from being obedient to the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. So listen, you guys, I want to say this. When you put God first in your giving, 
he's going to put you first. When you concern your, yourself with the things of the Lord, he will concern himself with you. Amen. When you put God first in your giving, usually it's a test, right? Again, I want to reiterate that God doesn't need it. I mean, look at the streets of heaven are paved with uh, paved with gold. You know, the gates are, are are pearl and onyx and jasper. He doesn't need our money. Amen. It's because he wants to open up the windows of heaven over our life, which is get which is activated by the tithe and the offering. Amen. So I want to encourage you guys in that this morning, you know, make sure that you are giving offerings as the Lord unctions you, that you are giving offerings to the Lord as he prompts you, that you're being obedient to what he's asking you to do. Amen. That you're being obedient to be givers, be givers, purpose in your heart today that you're going to give. Amen. That you're going to give no matter what, that you're going to be the biggest giver. Amen. That you're going to be the one to contribute to, to the building of your church that you're going to be the one to, uh, you know, meet the needs in, uh, in your, in your community. Amen. That you're going to be the one to help the poor and the needy, which comes with, with benefit. And we'll, you know, that's something that we'll cover also throughout this series giving to the poor. But listen, purpose in your heart that you're going to be a giver. Amen. And that you're going to give to the Lord and that you're going to be the best giver. Hallelujah. Because when we give, when we sow generously, we reap generously. And I don't know about you guys, but I want to be able to be a funder of this end time harvest. I want to be able to, you know, support men and women of God who have dreams to, to go to other countries or to build, you know, uh, Bible colleges or, or to build, churches in small villages. I want to be one to be able to, to say, okay, here you go. Here's the money. Go ahead and build it. I want to be able to do that. Amen. I want to be able to meet the needs in my community. So, you know, but the way you do that is through giving. Amen. The way you increase is through giving and it's a reflection of the heart. Amen. It's attaching your heart to the Lord and saying, Lord, I love you. I honor you. I recognize what you've done in my life. I recognize that you are God in my life. I I recognize that it's you who, who who gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. I recognize, according to Deuteronomy 18, that it's you who gives me the ability to create wealth. It's not by my own strength. It's not by my own hand, amen, but it's you who gives me the ability and you're the one who provides for my household, Lord, and I thank you that you always provide. So Lord, I want to give this back to you as a, a, a sign of my love for you, as a as a reflection of my love for you, Lord, of my reverence for you, recognizing you, Jesus. I want to give this back to you, amen, and that's what our heart is to be before the Lord, and I encourage you this morning, amen, that I, in fact, I just speak this over you, that you guys watching are going to be the biggest givers in your community, that you're going to be the biggest contributors in your church, that you're going to be the, the, the most prosperous, amen, as you sow into the kingdom, as you sow obediently to the... From, by the unction of the Holy Ghost, amen, as you sow that the Lord is going to open the heavens over you and that he's going to pour blessings out over you that you cannot even contain, amen, that it's just going to be an overflow in your life and you're going to be able to bless others, hallelujah, as the Lord blesses you, amen, and I speak that and I prophesy that over you in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen, and I encourage you today, be a giver, be a giver, look for needs in your community, Look for somebody to bless. Amen. And be obedient to what the Lord is asking you to do. Only be, only do what he tells you to do. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less, nothing else. Be obedient 
only to what the Holy Ghost is asking you to do. Again, don't give out of compulsion. Don't give out of pressure. Don't give because, you know, if you sow your $50 gift, we'll send you this plastic, uh, you know, Ark of the Covenant that was made in China. But we're going to say is, you know, don't do that. Don't give because of that. You give because of the Holy Ghost. You give because he tells you to give. Amen. And you will be obedient only to what he's asking you to do. And when you give, give out of a love relationship, out of your love to the the Lord, give a reverential gift and give uh, cheerfully, give joyfully, be a hilarious giver. Amen. Give joyfully to the Lord because it's an honor to give to him. Amen. So listen, you guys, Um, I hope that blessed you today. I love you guys and I bless you. And before I let you guys go, I just want to pray over you. If if somebody watching this broadcast, maybe you're watching live, maybe you're watching on the replay. If anybody watching this broadcast does not have relationship with Jesus, I want to introduce you to Jesus. I want to introduce you to, to, to the love of my life. Amen. He's so amazing. He's so wonderful. He's so awesome. And listen, giving your life to Jesus is the best thing that you could ever do because he gave his life for you. Amen. So I just want to pray with you. If you want to know Jesus today, amen. Uh, Let's pray this prayer together. Amen. So I just want everybody out there just to say this, say Jesus. Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. For coming into my life. For coming into my life. For forgiving me of my sins. For forgiving me of my sins. Jesus. Jesus. I believe that you lived. I believe that you lived. And died and rose on the third day. That you died and rose on the third day. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. How to follow you. How to follow you. Teach me through your spirit. Teach me through your spirit. Fill me now. Fill me now. With the Holy Ghost. With the Holy Ghost. Give me a burden for souls. Give me a burden for souls. And I thank you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. From this day forward. From this day forward. I'll never be the same. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Listen, if you prayed that prayer at the header of the video, you guys. We have an email address that says, if you prayed with us to receive Jesus, um, please send us an email. We want to connect with you. We want to send you some information. We want to get you plugged into a church. Amen. So um, also, I want to give you guys opportunity. Again, listen, this is only if the Holy Ghost tell you. I want to give you opportunity to sow, you guys. Um, If the Lord puts it on your heart to sow into this ministry, then on the header of this video, you can give through PayPal, Venmo, Cash App. Amen. Um, Be sure and share the broadcast, you guys. We love you and we bless you. And and again, um, I don't know if somebody else posted, but uh, about praying for Pastor Lance, but we'll we'll pray again. We've and I want to encourage you guys. We've been praying, and uh, many other men and women of God have been praying over him as well. So we believe that God is doing miracles even now. Amen. So Father, we just thank you, Lord. And we praise you and we glorify you, Jesus, for touching Pastor Lance. Father, we thank you for strengthening Pastor Pam as well. We thank you for your peace acting as a hedge of protection around her heart and her mind. Father, in you, Christ Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that, Lord, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. That you are a God of miracles, Lord. I thank you according to your word, Father. The healing is already ours. So we speak over Pastor Lance. Healing in 
the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you, Lord, for complete restoration, Father, over his body, Father. And we thank you, Lord, as you've given us angels, Father, the angels unto the uh, for ministers unto the saints, God. I thank you, Lord. We send the angelic host, Lord, to minister to Pastor Lance's body, Father. And we thank you, Lord, for complete and total restoration over him in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. We love you guys. We bless you. And yes, Heather, I believe we're going to see you on Sunday, my sister. We love you guys. We'll see you guys later. We bless you. Have a wonderful day. Don't forget to share the broadcast. Mwah.